when you say hard stop and you're like, I got a hard stop at 3.30 and then I'm like, oh, I might be able to squeeze 3.40. It's not really a hard stop, is it? <laughs> That's how it works. It's like, yeah, I'll be heading off the mountain at 4 o'clock. Oh, I did that the other day. I heard. <laughs> Turned loose a little too late. What time did you cut him loose, though? Didn't you say it was like 2 in the afternoon? Yeah. Yeah. That was rough. Hard was stop be, at 4. I was supposed to be home at 4 to take. It's an hour drive. It's a two-hour drive. Two-hour drive, yeah. <laughs> two-hour drive. I told him I will be home at 4. I don't remember what she had, some kind of thing she was supposed to go to. And uh, I bet you it was 1. It, it wouldn't have been 2 that I turned this. I bet you it was 1. I thought I had a short, quick. You know, just, it was going to catch it and be done. Well, I got, I freaking, it wasn't a short, quick one. No. And it, and it was like, you got to tell the story. It was comical to listen to. Well, it, okay. So, so I was up hunting and I was like, oh, I'll catch another, but never cut a track, never cut a track. And so I'm like, okay, I'm start heading towards the barn, you know, because I, I told Laura that I would, no, and normally I don't do this, but I'm like, I'll just go out and if I catch one, I catch one. If I don't, I don't, but I'll work my best to be home at four. So she could go do, she had a, a thing with another gal that she was once good. So it wasn't like critical, but it was like, Oh, I could be home to watch the kids or whatever. And so um, if I was going to be home at four thirty or five, it wasn't going to be, you know, it wasn't like I had to watch them and just, you know, they could stay home for a half hour or something. Sure. Um, they can't I don't kill each other first part of the day. But uh, about one thirty, I'm, I'm on my way back to my truck, and I come across a track, and it's like you know you're you're cruising, and you're like you see that track out of the corner of your eye, and you're like, oh, that's a cat, yeah, exactly. <laughs> At sixty, that's a cat. Like, <laughs> looks pretty fresh. I think we could. I think we got enough time. That's where you went wrong. So the dogs, you know, they they trailed up around, and and I'm driving the sled through the timber kind of behind him it's a little bit open you know what i mean so i'm like oh this is gonna be awesome i'm we're gonna catch this thing i'm gonna drive a sled right to the tree i'm gonna throw him in the the box bomb out of here and i'll i'll be 15 minutes late you know what i mean like i can i can live that i can talk my way out of that one and uh man it was i should go back because of my messages <laughs> i can kind of time it out by by the time <laughs> um well, you, you told me it was like... It was 1 o'clock. It was 12.57. I said, finally so found a track they can move. Just turned out. I'll keep you updated. <laughs> and, then at and then at 2.28, I'm stuck pretty good trying to get out right now. <laughs> <laughs> I had hope between between 1 p.m. and, and 2.28. I had hope that I was going to be there. But at 2.28, 2.27, I had hope because I didn't send the message. But at 2.28, I'm like, this shit's bad. You know, it's kind of like priming the wife. Like, I'm not going to make it, baby. You know what the bad part is now? Because you're using the messenger. Those messages actually go through. You can't even blame it on like, oh, the inReach glitched out or something. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, exactly. Um, oh, that is funny. So well, I'm you... driving this sled, you know, the dogs cross the road and I, so I come back out of there and I'm, um, I see this little trail. It's, a, it's basically a hiking trail and I had been driving through timber. So I was kind of confident that I could just bomb down this trail and kind of get within a couple hundred yards of where they might, you know, be treed. 
and I my sled falls in a tree well, and I'm like just going oh, deeper no. and deeper. Explain that to the people who don't um, understand so what snow is. A tree well, whenever you're in like four, five foot of snow, you know, the Feet. trees block the snow. And so you have this deep snow where there's no trees. And then where there's trees, it's like there's this hollow, they call it a well, a tree well. And it's this hollow area where there's not a lot of snow. And so when you're up there, sometimes like even trees that are bending over, like, you know, if your brush, the brush will hold the snow and then the snow builds on top of it. So it looks like a solid piece of snow, but then you step on it and it's like, oh, that's really just a bush that's holding the snow up above, you know, two feet above the ground. So, so when you break through, there's no snow underneath or very little snow. Right. And so this, the sled started falling down my, my, it was my right ski that started falling down and, and I couldn't turn and come back up. And when I tried to back up, the track would just spin and it just start kicking the snow out. So I had no traction. So being the sleds I run, which are like six, 700 pounds, they're big. You, you're not just going to pick them up and throw them around. So I had no. a winch and put on the back of mine. And so I thought, oh, I'll just winch out. Well, the first tree came out before the sled came out. I winched the tree. You're like, it wasn't oh, a big one. It was like a little rotted out stump. And uh, I, it was just bottom. I got a 3,500-pound winch, you know, on my hitch, on my rear hitch. And uh, but that's bottomed different. it out. I don't want to interrupt you, but, like, winching a snowmobile is way different than winching a UTV or an ATV because that track is just, I mean, it's drag, right? Like, there's no free spinning. Yeah, it's, um, I don't have a lot of it. I, I've gotten two times the experience this year on winching a snowmobile out <laughs> by myself. We're not even halfway through. And, uh, yeah, that, that was, this was by far the worst. I thought for sure I was going to be in trouble. Let's just put it this way. I went and put a snatch block on it now. So now I got a winch and a snatch block. There you but go. The way I had to do it was I had to, um, I, I thought I would just pull it backwards and get enough, you know, tension and then hit the, the reverse. Um, it didn't it. work like that. So I, what I had to do is I had to, win, you know, wrap it around a tree um, and then come back to my sled and hook up to my rail, which I don't recommend doing this because at any point something was going to break. I mean, it was going to, I was watching my rail bend and I'm like, yep, too much, too much. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Man. Like using the tree as a snatch block, you know, because I couldn't get enough pull. Right. With one line. And so I was going around the tree and using the tree as a snatch block, which is not a really good pulley. I mean, it, it bites in and stuff, but I was able to get a double. I was able to get enough and I got about seven feet or six feet high. You know, I went around, so it pulled it up and back at the same time to get out of that. Well, well yeah, just to get my nose, my nose was down and, uh, holy hell, it was, it was, it was sketchy. I'll be honest. Like there was, I was, the other thing I don't have, which I, I do now, is a second um, point of attachment for for snatch block. You know what I mean? I just thought, oh, I'll just run this winch out and just run it. I wouldn't need. Well, the only thing I could hook to was the the rail around the back. And it was sturdy. I mean, it held. but It worked. I was like, dude, I, I, I thought it was going to break. So it, once I got two inches, three inches of movement, I could work my way out of there. And, you know, but I had to. Yeah. I probably had to winch it a foot and a half, you know, to 
to start getting traction and then um had to back up for it was anyway snow just sucks buddy like i don't think anyone can convince me it doesn't yeah and then about that time um so the dogs had made this i almost like a pee you know what i mean they went out and then they made the loop right to make mm-hmm. the, like the p the circle and then they crossed their first track and they were treed right by that kind of intersection with the p you know so right. so it almost was like an x and they were kind of treed right in that spot and i don't know if you remember a couple podcasts ago where i i told you that um we were talking about backtracking yeah and they when the dogs they back- followed and i tell you how out. nice it was on a backtrack yep well i'm rolling through my head like this is effed up. This is, I don't know which track they're going to take when I tone them. Yeah. You know, because I was like, I wasn't going to go to them. They were like 650 yards away. I was like, dude, I've already screwed up. I was supposed to be home at four. It's going to be dark. I need to, I need to just cut my losses and not worry about getting to the street sure. and, and uh, try to get home. So I held back and I'm looking at these, this GPS and going, okay, I got to, I want to call these dogs off this tree. Um, And I, my mental game was, I don't know what backtrack they're going to take because there's like three choices. There's actually four. Well, how um, big of a swing too? It wasn't like it was a hundred yards. Like it's it not was like a, through a tight loop. Was it's it? It's the farthest loop at the top of the P. So if I was at the very bottom of the P at the top of the P was probably 1.1 miles. Yeah. And then they were probably, you know, it, it three little under three quarters of a mile from me from where I could easily access with the, with the sled. And so I was like, well, I'm not snowshoeing that far. I was already spent. I already, I mean, I was soaking wet from trying to winch out. And I was, I was, sure. it was just dangerous. You know, I was by myself. I'm like, dude, this is the time to get my dogs back and go. So finally I get the courage to, to tone them. And, uh, two of my dogs left the tree. Um, two of them decided they wanted to stay there. And I mean, I was surprised at how, sticky they were and how aggressive i was trying to tone them or even i I was even trying to um nick them and and get them off that tree right but at that four-way intersection so one went if you took that like northeast southwest i had a dog go every direction (laughs) like (laughs) like every freaking direction like andy went cross country she didn't stay on tracks shelby went completely the back track you know what I mean? So she went the long like, way around the long way. And, uh, Del- actually Della went the top way. So she kind of went a weird direction. I'm like, great. She went North and, and then I finally got Shelby and shy to, to leave. But they, again, shy went cross country and come to me on the, on the other track late. And, uh, holy, I mean, it was, it was just like one of those things where you just watched a grenade happen. And it's like, well, this just got even worse. Like I'm tired. I'm, you know, so anyways, Della was the first one to come back. She was like the smart one or whatever. She, but she hit the, the snowmobile tracks and got on the groom trail. And, and, uh, so I, what my goal was is to make a track around them. Cause there was this little skid road that went around them and it almost connected so i could almost circle those dogs and so i'm like my first thing is like i need to circle these dogs so that they hit a track because if they keep going the one direction they were going to go i was like i'm really going to get screwed they're going to get where i can't get to them so so i start cutting a trail and trying to cut andy off 
which is like oh, it's stupid, <laughs> whatever. She's cross country, and I'm like, okay. So anyway, so I, I'm, I'm, it's about a two mile ride around on this little trail to get out to where her she is, and finally I get within 400 yards, 350 yards of her, and so I yell at her, and thank God she comes straight out. And, and <laughs> See, that she is came nice. to me. Yeah, she didn't do a backtrack. And, you know, my, my other dogs would have turned around and go backtrack. But anyway, so I so I had Sadie in my lap. I had Della that came out to me. And I finally, it was at the point where Della and Sadie were leaning so much on that in that box that I kept getting flipped over. So I had to kick them out and then bomb about a mile down this, you know, break this trail about a mile. Oh, and Della and Sadie both looked at me like, well, you're leaving. <laughs> you're leaving me here. <laughs> you Keep up. Yeah, I'm like I don't I I was just getting pissed because every time they'd lean in and my stumblebill would flip over and I I kept so I was like I gotta get dogs so I I go get Andy, luckily she comes to me, so then I turn around I throw her in the box and now I got a trail broken so I, I I'm bombing back and there's poor Sadie and Della just just run running out. <laughs> you know what I mean like they really I mean they're probably talking to each other like he really left us he really left us I know we need the chronicles of buddy's dogs. Like we need to come up with a short film or something. (laughs) Oh, so, so now I got three dogs and I got my trailer so I can put two dogs in my box. And, uh, so I get Andy, I put Andy and Della in the box in the back of the sled and I, and Sadie rides in my lap. So I'm, I'm bombing out. And then I, about this time I can see Shy's coming and she hit my tracks and uh, was coming towards me on this loop, which I was like, great. And I look and Shelby is she hits the groom trail and turns back up the mountain. So she's going the opposite, the opposite direction where I came from. So I was hunting up there, but I'm like, holy cow, I got to go get her before I got to go run five miles to go catch her, you know? Right. So I got shy. Her feet are blown up. Long story short, she has had bad feet all season. And I was just supposed to, I was just going to take her for a short run, like a, just a quick run. I'll turn around. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm like, I can't let her run like this because I'll, I'll, it'll be two years before she'll be healed up. You know what I mean? So I'm like, so anyways, I look at Della and I look at Andy and they're my youngest dogs. I'm like, sorry guys, you're out. So I kick them out of the sled, throw Shy in. And uh, of course I can't leave Sadie there. So I I throw Sadie and Shy in the box and I just bomb. It's about a mile, about a two and a half mile, three mile drive around to go pick up Shelby. And I got to pass my snowmobile trailer. So I'm, so I kicked those two dogs out, uh, Della and Andy, you know? And so I kicked them out and I bomb off to go rescue Shelby who went the other direction. And in the meantime, I pass my sled, my trailer that I haul and there's a, bo- a dog box in that. So I stop there. I throw Shelby and, and Sadie in that trailer box on the side of the, the road there or whatever, the groom trail. And then I have to bomb about two and a half miles up to catch Shelby. So I'm, I'm hauling ass. Yeah, I'm like 50, 60 miles an hour. Jeez, man. And uh, finally Shelby had turned around. So she was going to come back down, but she ran about a mile and a half the wrong direction before she decided she was going the wrong direction. So, so anyways, I pick her up, turn back around. <laughs> this time when I come back through with, with there, I, I hook up the trailer, you know what I mean? Cause I'm like, okay, now I gotta go back up and pick Andy and Della who I kicked out like four miles this direction, but they were just following me and they were kind of pissed at me for just taking off out of there. Leaving you know? them. But I just didn't have enough space. You know what I mean? This is the problem with hunting by yourself. You, you just don't have enough space yeah. in that box. And uh, sometimes you got to run dogs in the snow to, to get out of there. So I, I hook up my trailer that I haul. So now I'm set up where I can call all my dogs again. I go back down to this road that I ran 
And by this time, Della just, she's like 300 yards from the road. And so I just let her, I just park out there. I grab a little bite to eat there. And I'm like, I'll let her run that last 300 yards. So I let her run the 300 Jeez, yards. So now I got, man, that dog yeah. was cussing you by the end of this trip. <laughs> I'm sweating. Really. It's like I'm smelling his lunch. He's sitting there. I'm over here busting my paw. Exactly. I'm like, hey, man, I'll get you a snack at home, okay? Ugh. Chill out. It's a hot so dog I'm day, sitting man. on my 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 snowmobile, getting things wired back up, you know, getting lined up to run. And I'm like, okay, those two dogs will just trot out here, and I'll I'll let them. You know, they'll be tired tonight, and they'll sleep a couple of days. I'll be good. So anyway, so Della pops out on the groom trail, and I throw her in the box, and then I look, and that little bitch Andy had turned back around. So she's like 400 yards from this intersection, right? And uh, so so she turns back around and goes the other direction, and I'm like, I mean, I'm I'm cussing her like she'd be a free dog to anybody who wanted her right then. Like, oh, why like, why did you not call me? What I do you like mean? I like that dog. Well, I, I would have. You would have been there. You would have been free. So she, she's a nice dog. You so anyways, off today. So so I'm like screw it. So I grab the snowmobile and I start going towards them, towards her to pick her up. Like she, she's gonna go the wrong direction, and I, I I may have to go another mile and a half if she keeps going. So I I come around the corner and I see her standing there, and she's standing by this log that had been covered up that I had to cross, and I'm like. You know what I mean? I'm like, God, thank God she didn't make me cross that log because it was like a bumpy log that I jumped over. Right. Well, so I, I'm i 10 yards from that log. And uh, so I'm like, you stupid beep, 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 beep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get over here. <laughs> and so I turn my sled around. You, know, you got to back it up and do when you're hauling that trailer. So I unhook, you know, yard the trailer around, get pointed the right direction to get out of here. Forcefully call her over to me. <laughs> and... uh Anyways, get her loaded up, head home, no problem, right? The next day, I'm looking at my truck, and my freaking chainsaw is not in my my scabbard. And I had remembered telling myself when I was stuck, because I had to use a chainsaw, I had to cut a little tree down to get out of there, right? Mm -hmm. And I set it on top of my dog box, and I'm like, don't forget (laughs) to put that chainsaw away. Do not drive off with that chainsaw. Can you imagine if there was a lost and found box for all the crap that we have all lost off the top of our dog box? <laughs> like coffee cups, alphas. I've, we've got in more than 100, I guarantee, like smashed alphas that got stuck on a dog box. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's like two days later, and I'm like, I told my wife, I go, well, I know where I'm hunting tomorrow. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, I know where I got to go. Right. And, and so I throw a second saw on my, my sled, you know what I mean? Because I, I, he's got to like, back I up. I got to have a saw if I don't find that one. Maybe, you know, somebody stole it or whatever. I'm like, ah. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's going to be right in that little hole that I got stuck with my, my, uh, you know what I mean? I'm like, where I was winching and all that shit. And I bombed mm-hmm. out of there. And so, anyway, so I'm hunting a, a kid with me. I go, you guys go straight up here, take a left. I'm telling them how to go where I want to hunt. I said, I got to run down this trail and go pick up a saw so i run down that trail and i i don't go all the way to where i got stuck because i'm like i'm doing that shit again I'm <laughs> just spit my... before it <laughs> exactly 10 yards i'm like i'll walk that last 10 yards i walk down there's no saw i'm like okay no big deal i had to bust some trail to circle those dogs and there was a couple times where i was like getting on it you know what i mean i was sure. i was like zipping trying to cover some ground to, to go. 
So I'm like, I bet you. And I was one point right, right off the road that I almost got stuck. Cause if I told you, remember I had to kick dogs out cause they kept flipping me over. Right. Right. And so I'm like, one of those flip overs, there's going to be a saw laying on the left or right side. I mean, I just know it. I'm like, that's, that's where I lost my saw. I was sitting on top. So I drive and I'm like going through these spots where I remember I almost got stuck here. I'm like, oh, there's no saw here. I had to turn around here. Where the tracks get squiggly. Dude. Yeah. Like, oh, I was hauling ass right here. I bet you it's just laying right behind me. No, nothing, nothing. I'm probably three miles into my loop of rescuing dogs, three and a half miles. And uh, I'm giving up. I'm like, <laughs> it must have fell off on the groom trail and somebody picked it up. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, in my oh, head, sure. I'm going through, like, that groomer came through before me. I'm going through who was up there. And they're like, the other, like, somebody stole my saw. <laughs> it's wadded up in a grooming machine right now. <laughs> you know where it was sitting? I know right where. On that I freaking log too. where Andy was, Andy was standing on that saw. <laughs> you were cussing her. <laughs> I was cussing. If I would have just gone 10 yards to go pet Andy, I would have seen that she was standing on top of my saw. She See, went back. I'm telling you, you should have done that a couple of weeks before when I was with you because I would have walked over there, got my new dog, and walked away with your <laughs> and, saw. And a saw. You would have got a saw and a dog. Like, oh, and I would have wrote you a country song. Holy hell. I don't know. Like, and I mean, it probably took me no shit 45 to an hour to run this loop looking for my saw and it was Man. 300 yards i passed 300 yards with it like if i would have run my loop backwards i would have seen it right away it was at the end of the that day sucks. and it was just that tree where i was going too fast and that tree just thunk, and it kicked my ass into my 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 uh um, snowmobile up and it must have just launched that thing right it was just sitting there i, I, I think back I a picture of it and i was what like happens but the the kicker of the story was andy was sitting <laughs> on the saw like she wasn't on this side of the tree so she was like straddling that saw and i that had to like great. force her to like get over here you stupid little da, 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 da. i hope your burrito is worth it <laughs> <laughs> oh so dude that's what i'm saying snow hunting like in my mind snow hunting is the most epic thing like that is like you know cat hunting in the winter i think mm. it's like a cool atmosphere but holy crap dude it seems like constant problems it is like when we went on that wounded warrior or not wounded warriors houndsman for heroes hunt that thing it was pretty wild because we got a bunch of snow like after the first night so we all get over there and start hunting like thursday night and no sleep and you're just pushing trying to find tracks but there was no move so like you're out there just busting your chops trying to find tracks that aren't there Right. Dogs are, you know, just sleeping in the box and you're looking like a rookie. You know, when somebody has never been cat hunting and you spend all day looking for just a track, they think like either you're really bad at this or yeah. like they don't understand sometimes that the move is required. They got to move to catch them. And uh, we ended up getting so much snow that the Dodge wasn't going to make it. So my buddy Ted George is over there in Burns. He, uh, he let me borrow his side by side and I told him I don't want to do that because a, I can't afford it. I can't replace it, you know, and I don't yeah. want to fix it. And he says, Oh dude, it'll be all right. You, you won't get stuck in this thing. You won't break it. And we managed to do both. So that was, <laughs> that was pretty fun. Um, I will say that messenger, 
it's funny because it gives you this false sense of confidence in some ways and in other ways so like, does a winch a winch yeah does so does a winch <laughs> we relied on both of those and my buddy brandon because without him i probably would have froze up there he's pretty dang resourceful in the snow but same as you like we were hooking trying to get the thing winched around and drag that front end with tracks because we were headed up this this drainage that we've caught quite a few cats in in years past and when you're in 18 inches 24 inches of snow and you lose four-wheel drive with a tracked rig it sucks you're not going anywhere yeah. you know and it's just dead weight you can't even hardly steer the thing so you use front you use, so you had rear rear wheel we had one rear wheel spinning that was it mm -hmm. yeah and you know we got the vet with us july um and me it was me and brandon in there and you know he's done enough snow hunting i mean he's got himself out of some bad jams because he had to and i i guess i've never really had to i've always got him with me but i owe him a really really good christmas present one of these years because of it because it, it was like, you know, finally, once we got it winched around and you could use the, the front as a rudder to just stay between the tracks, we could force it downhill all the way right. out of there and then get it back to the truck. And, you know, we ended up just having to call it quits. So I hauled it back over to my buddy's house and he says, don't worry about it. I'll figure it out. You know, I got a buddy who works on him. Turns yeah. out we popped a. A 15 amp fuse that probably would have cost us about 30 cents and uh chew bubble gum you gotta fix that chit and go dude, right that's what i was thinking if we had gum if we had a piece of barbed wire like i don't care at this point i wanted to get off that mountain it was one degree it was freaking cold i will tell yeah. you that and he says i'll oh, just shut it off and i messaged him with the the messenger actually because i said dad i'm i'm stuck dude like you got any ideas I, i'm sorry yeah he says well shut her down let her sit 10 minutes and, and try it again. It's done this once before on me. <coughs> Excuse me. So, I mean, that made us feel a little better. But at the same time, you don't want to shut that thing off all the way up there and risk something happening and it not starting or yeah. making things worse. So we just, we pushed it all you the way down. You didn't follow his directions. No. <laughs> no, I was not following his directions at that moment. <laughs> we tried it when we got back to the trailer. And it did not so it, work. So it did not work. Oh, no, it did not work this time. But that's man, the it was one just... thing about tracked. Um, I was talking to, I think it was Brad. I was, we were talking about tracked rigs, you know, because I had that like you know, that sidekick. I sidekick, up. yeah. And I see these four wheelers, and you know, my they're good. I mean, there's there's actually benefits to them, but I think there's my issue is is they're hard on gear like like tracked rigs sure. are i mean you're breaking stuff like that's what my experience was i was always breaking something with a track mm -hmm. rig they go everywhere it's crazy mm -hmm. but man when you get stuck you're stuck there, there's yeah. not anybody coming to get you without another one you know yeah yeah exactly so we we had a good hunt we get a cat you know a couple went in holes on some guys uh, one of the vets, Scott, he did fill his tag over there in Burns. And then the Larry and Andrew Beggs took July back out um, over here on the coast. And he got one the other day, like a 20-pound awesome. it looked like. So I'll have a podcast coming up with him, hopefully. We just haven't crossed paths since the holiday and the hunt got over. But that was, I always look forward to that hunt. It's fun to, 
to do that for those guys. Yeah. And our, yeah. our friends down in the California side of things, they, they really stepped up and they're paying for our, our house rental for the next hunt in February. And, uh, you know, we're trying to involve like different hound groups too into who, this. Who, so who are those guys? Them. Give them a plug. Uh, I'm pretty, you're going to put me on the spot now. I want to say it's North central, but there, there's been some name changes over the years. Um, you know, they put on Elk Creek field trial every year that I talk about. Mm-hmm. And that's just such a good group of guys and gals down there. I mean, they pour everything into it. They are dedicated. So I would strongly encourage anybody on the West coast. If you haven't been to that trial, I mean, that is like kind of the big one on the West side, mm-hmm. go check that out. And they're, they're first class people, man. Yeah. Right on. And you, I think you can find them. I know CHC, you know, that's like the state state club, but, but you can check out North central. Sweet. That was your, your, uh, what is it? Houndsman for heroes. Houndsman for heroes. Yeah. You guys do that every year. We do. We try to do two hunts a year now. So we got two vets, their cats already. And then we got two more that we're bringing in in February. And it's, it's fun. So, I mean, if guys are looking to donate or something, you can always check out Houndsman for heroes. They got a Facebook page and. I sit on the board and I don't do that for very many things anymore, but that's, that's a good group. Yeah. And, you know, special thanks to Heath and Laurel Lynn and they host us over there at Sewell's taxidermy. So it, it's a good group of guys that, that get together for a good cause. It's cool. well worth it. Yeah. We're finally coming out of uh 2022. <laughs> Thank God. Like, like we got anything we got to, touch up on i know we got to do another i need to we did those two podcasts on the antennas i don't know how boring those turned <laughs> yeah, out yeah i've been be. hearing about them <laughs> what are you hearing i you know it definitely stirred stirred some pots i think i, yeah. I had a lot of people reaching out to me wondering what the deal was but oh. it's like go listen to it and you'll understand but he lays yeah. it out i got that antenna i need to do a test um oh you got it yeah i got it I, I've had it, but I, the hard part is, is, um, God, I just want to go hunt. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? I need to test it. Um, you know, it, it, it's ready. I need, I, I ended up getting two alpha. I, I hooked it up to an alpha 10 when I was up a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. but my alpha 10 was dead battery. And now actually it was the day that I got stuck. Um, yeah, it was that whole day. And I was going to, um, look at the tracks and see how far it tracked up and just do a little preliminary run on it and stuff. But mm-hmm. the problem with doing it with the alpha 10 is you can't see the history since it doesn't have a map and it doesn't show a trail. So, oh. so I went up on a couple spots that I was like, yeah, I'm 10 miles away from the, the truck or whatever. So this should, you know, places I would have expected it to track a long ways, you know, I, I uh, swung through, but then when I got back to my truck, I realized, well, I don't have those. So uh, long story short, I'd have to hook it up to my computer and, and do a bunch of uh, shit there. And and that Alpha 10 had been sitting in my, my sled for about a year, so it was completely dead. So there was just some issues that it didn't do what I wanted to do. So I need to get it set up. So I ended up grabbing two uh, Alpha 100s 
brand new that I could put side by side that I can run on two separate antennas and do a side by side comparison. So I got them. It's just a matter of now I need to set up the the test and try to make it thing. The other problem right is is my truck um, is an aluminum top truck, and so putting oh, those magnets right. on is what different. What are you gonna do? I don't know yet. Well, like a ground I could probably just set it up there. I mean, they'll they'll be fine. It's, it doesn't need the magnet to function. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not going to blow off if it's sitting there. You know. So I just got to put it inside the truck. And then when I get there, set it up. Um, that's my test is I'll set it up at my truck and put my truck in a spot and then I can drive and just kind of take a look at the tracks and go, okay, you know, where did it pick up? Where did it lose? I'd like to see when I'm testing antennas like that, I like to see them come in service and then lose service and then pick up in different spots. And so I can sure. see, you know, what's not a realistic expectation is to just track it for 14 miles straight. You know, the way you're going to see it in real life is it's going to go, okay, we tracked a 2.2 miles and then we lost it. Right. And then as you went around this bend, you know, you lost it, but then you come around this other bend and you're on the point and you'll pick them up. You know what I mean? Like if, mm -hmm. if you ever pay attention to the way the dogs track, most of the tracks are dependent on um, the landscape and the way the, where the dogs are in the landscape a lot of the time. Oh yeah. If they're in a hole, you're just it doesn't matter. That signal's not going to get anywhere. So Yeah, they crest ridges. I mean, that's what people ask how far range I get. Like at home, I can tell you I'm going to be anywhere between 0.8 and 1.2. Like you're not going to get farther than that no matter what. Yeah. Depending on where you're at, but and, and where the dogs are. So mm -hmm. So anyways, you know, I want to do a test where um I can just see how they handle and perform. Um and then we should get our, I mean, which doesn't matter to me if what how the antenna performs. Um, we're gonna we have those antennas getting shipped out probably this week, so hopefully we'll have them. And knock on wood, we'll have our first batch of them in uh, you know two weeks maybe. Nice. Uh, and then the following shipment, we 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 have like a couple hundred of them coming on the boat. And we're we're shooting to to beat the China New Year for for that shipment of those. Um, <laughs> they close that down. It ain't for yeah, a day that, or two either. Those don't man. I wish I had China New Year. <laughs> yeah, me too. I felt like call. we were winning big this year. We got an extra day out of the deal. Mm -hmm. Not an so, extra month. So we'll have, um, regardless of the test, whatever it does. I mean, we'll have that antenna. I mean, they're a nice built antenna. There's nothing wrong with that antenna. You know what I mean? Like I, everybody sure. seems to think there's a, a big beef between these two antennas. And I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't really care. Don't care. Like, I don't like it just because of the way it looks, but dude, my dogs look ugly too. And I was going to say mean? guys, pick dogs those, on so that. <laughs> whatever. I'm, um, and I, I'm okay with it. So, but I do want to, I, I did say I was going to do a test, a side-by-side -side test and I need to, finish that i gotta like not hunt so much I it all play it's, a little bit. it's been nuts i yeah. mean and really like you joke like you've been getting out a little bit not like you want to for sure because it's been busy yeah yeah but so with the, the holiday season going there we've been it's been it's been a bit crazy so i haven't when i did get out it's been kind of like a last minute little run whereas now i think as we get into to january i'll be able to um 
as soon as Mike gets back, well, I'll be able to take a, a, a setup day, get everything set up and, and run it. So if I don't get That'll it tested good. tomorrow, it'll be probably next week. I can get it done. Right on. We'll see. Well, here's to the new year. Yeah. I mean, really yeah. it's been, a, it's been crazy. I will say thank you to all of our listeners and our customers. And this was, it's been a crazy couple of weeks around here and it's all, all good stuff. Yeah. We were a little bit like, um, you know, this, uh, it was, it was about, I guess when, I don't know when I talked to you guys, but it was like October maybe. And I was like, do we need to hire somebody mm-hmm. for this season? You know I mean? I remember talking to everybody. I was like, man, we're Cause we hiring people. Anybody that um, is dealing with employees right now knows the difficulty of finding good hires and stuff like that. So um, this year we were, I was, I was kind of like, man, because I don't not to get too many details, but what we, and, and maybe I've just grown as a business, but trying to pay people that are to get good employees right now, you know, like you're not getting them for seven <laughs> like fifty an hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like you're driving, I'm driving by every morning by, by subway and they're like $17 an hour. And I'm like, okay, well I better not every, every one of my employees driving by that $17 an hour. We better make sure we're not, you know, paying $15 an hour, paying minimum wage and expecting good, you know, people. And so anyways, not to get into specifics, but it's, it's, that is a part of the business that's been challenging the last year, you know, since COVID number one, finding people who want to (laughs) work, finding good employees, um, that are, capable of of handling some technical aspect of it uh it's been a challenging portion and so i just remember last you know october and i was like man do we want to try and go through this season short-staffed you know and i knew it was going to be tough and our our team kicked ass you know what i mean Uh, but you can't see on the outside but on the inside we were freaking running around with their that hamster you know, like, wheel was cranking, man. Yeah. There was definitely some times that I was thinking I effed up. <laughs> we should have hired somebody else. <laughs> like, come on, we should have should have brought up this was not a good it. idea. Well, um, it's like it just takes off and you know it's it's crazy. I mean, I thought I mm-hmm. I told you yesterday, I dang near lost my voice. I spend a lot of time talking. Yeah. I mean, it's been <laughs> it's been crazy. And it's awesome to see though. I mean yeah. And we do have a good crew. I mean, all all the crew in the shop should deserve like special shout out. Really, yeah. I mean, because that is the behind the scenes. Like, I get the cool part of the job and talking to people, and you know, I, I, we build these relationships with them. But the crew in there, you know, Jess and Olivia and Mike, and now Chris, yeah. Chris. and Buddy, our newfound employee lately that just seems to show up every <laughs> day. The clock in. That's, He's punching the, the time clock. Normally they tell me to get the hell out of there. <laughs> like, hey, can well, you just leave for a little while and we'll handle this? Hey, you write the checks. You can still be there and do whatever you want. You know that, right? <laughs> Our shipping station, you know, it's all done by barcode, you know, so you scan the yeah. barcode and the order and then you scan this little size of box and it automatically pulls the weight and you just, so there's like three scans. And I, they've, they've allowed me to do that. Like do they get it boxed things. up and it's right. And they're just like, hey, print the shipping label for this, buddy. So I'm just on the ship. If you want to know my job over there, I'm just over there. You hear me. Beep, beep, That's beep, perfect. Stick perfect. the label on it. 
Um, who's when we have the kids they they do that job like somebody can do that so it's, it's either who, the kids are doing it or me who was it the other day i talked to and they they called and got you on the phone and they said you told them yep we're so busy even i'm answering the phone or something because <laughs> i've looked down some days and it's like you've been on the phone probably five hours of that day which is pretty yeah. crazy for you yeah, I, I tell them, I'm like, you probably got the worst guy in the house to get to pick up the phone. You, something's going to get messed up, just so you know, but we'll at fix least it. I'll make sure I get it right. So, or we'll somebody will get it right. We'll get we'll, we'll put somebody on to fix my problem. Well, and you've got the kids working, too. Bradley's been working. A little bit. We had the company party. I mean, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Like, my kids, dude, thank you. I'll just tell you right now, you made those kids' day. Oh, really? So... Well, two things. Connor's never met you. And all I heard for the week leading up to us coming up for that party was I finally get to meet Buddy. Like you were some like fable, like just tail. And uh, yeah, stop it. I'm serious. He thinks you're famous. I don't know what's (laughs) wrong with him, but they uh, they had a really good time up there. And then you guys, you know, my favorite part was whenever I was like, oh, let's go get some shirts made, you know. Right. And I pulled down that pink box of shirts, you know, the, the, the girl's side. He's, oh, Jason's yeah? got two boys, three boys. Three boys. Yeah. So I, I pulled down a box of pink shirts. And I'm like, grab your size, kids. Let's go. And they're both, <laughs> I mean, they both like are they looked kicking, at each other kind of, and they're like, okay. Kicking rocks. They're kind of like kicking the rocks on their feet. Like, oh, shucks. Man, this sounded oh, really man. cool. But this is. They weren't going to throw fit, though. No. They, they know better. They, they were. <laughs> They were slowly moving forward, but they were like, yeah, this is not what I. <laughs> they're they're polite to a fault sometimes. Oh. But they, they had fun, they, man. They, they are wearing those shirts out. They thought oh, that yeah. was cool being able to pick them. And yeah, yeah, we got to the hotel that night because we went through that ice storm on the mm-hmm. way to get to the coast. And that was wild. I've never been in anything like that. Uh, And Connor made me like set it all up. He says, Dad, I need you to go get my new W shirt out of the car. And put it right here. So in the morning, I know where it's at. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll have to send you some of the pictures too. <laughs> yeah. They yeah, documented had... that whole trip. The shop. Did you get ice down there on the coast? <laughs> we did, man. It was. So I was headed towards Lincoln City because that's where my dad's at. Yeah. And coming down that Van Duzer corridor. Yeah. It was pretty wild from Grand Ron. Basically, you know, we cut across to get us out of portland like as fast as possible because i don't like drivers i don't care about weather i don't like drivers Mm -hmm. and we head out of there and we're taking back roads and you know you you get just north of grand ron that casino there and you start seeing this it looks like snow accumulating but it's rain and literally like sheets of ice forming on the windshield that i couldn't keep off with the uh the defroster yeah and it was like this mass exodus off the road. Everybody whipped into that casino. They were making money hand over fist that day. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, screw it. We're going on. Like, if everybody else is off the road, I'm not going to sit here and wait because I know what's coming. Let's get through this. And, you know, we were probably one of the four cars I saw for the next 45 minutes. And there was one Jeep in the ditch. And we made it through. And that was it. Yeah. But the next morning, I went out to get something out of the car. And there was somebody parked next to us. And no joke, they probably had three inches of ice on their car, on the roof and the hood and the windshield. So they had to have came through that after me. Oh, yeah. And it was, 
It was crazy. I've just never seen it. I've been in snow and I've been in ice and freezing. Oh, you guys, but not you haven't like had that. the freezing rain before like that. No. Yeah. No, that's crazy. It, there is no traction in that. Yeah, it's um, it, you can still uh, like, yeah. I don't like driving in. I I come in a little bit of it driving on the road a few times, but um, it's fun to drive in if you if you if you're flat and you're not gonna fall in the ditch somewhere. Yeah, right. But, if you're not gonna smash into somebody. But again, there's too many people out that that cause problem. I always like you start seeing people spin out. You know, what I mean? yeah. We drive. Me and Bradley went up hunting and coming back through that a little bit we had some transition there and, and uh this car basically was going to try and pass you know and it downshifted and i'm like that's the worst <laughs> thing you can do <laughs> sorry <laughs> flipped around there and they just slowly get over and drive by him with the freaking trailer full of snowmobiles and shit and like oh, that's funny have a good one so but yeah, yeah. freezing rain it's no joke i mean if you haven't seen it we well, have to not too bad but about a half an inch of rain all around us or ice i felt kind of bad like i had one of those moments with my dad like i love my dad he's the one who got me started in the outdoors and all that and you know now he was like he was a little worried about it he's like man you need to get out of there as fast as you can you need to watch this ice and i'm thinking dad's just being dad you know and then i get through it and i told him man i'm i'm sorry i gave you a bad time about worrying like that's legit that that could go south in a hurry yeah yeah, that freezing rain's no fun, and it it sucks to hunt in because it's it's just ice. You There's get, no track, and it screws the snow up because you you you'll have snow, but then you put a half inch ice on top of the snow. And, yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, no, it was it was a good trip though. We got out of there. Thanks for uh, having us. That was great. Yeah, and then that starts us into the new year. We'll uh, we're already starting to think about Wisconsin and yeah getting getting everything kind of dialed in there heck yeah we'll do, do a little deeper booth on that for wisconsin and then um yeah doing I'm, more honestly i want to take a little break i want to take a little breather from from christmas I, I, okay let's just <laughs> go back to normal for a minute yeah, no and kidding. then we'll we'll figure out what's new like these antennas are going to come out we'll have we'll have a bunch of new antennas this uh Later this month, I think, or, or in the next, you know, January, we'll nice. we'll have different antennas. This this new antenna, we got some other antennas that we're going to bring on, um, and go from there. So that's going to be kind of a recap from 2022 to 2023. Yeah, here comes a new year. <laughs> yeah, and you know anybody that wants to work in our area, <laughs> they can show up. Just show up to work and keep showing up. Yeah, just, just go on. Half-ass competent, and uh, you know you got to drive by that that subway for hire sign. You got to drive drive by a bunch of for hire signs. That's the hardest part right now. Is I'm, I'm you done. guys did good. Chris, Chris is killing it. Yeah, yeah. We we might not keep him much longer. Oh, no. He's got he's got dreams. We were talking I yesterday. Know. That's the hard part. Like you want to see him. You like to see people succeed, you know, and yeah. do what they want to do. It sometimes it hurts being the stepping stone, but it's yeah, yeah, it's he's good going for him, to college you know? and stuff like that. So I think as he wraps that up, he's going to be looking for a different job. So we're gonna we're gonna be in the market for a, another employee. 
or else I'm going to have to start packaging orders and that's not a good thing because mm -hmm. we're really going to start making mistakes that <laughs> I have to put it in the box. So. Well, happy new year, everybody. Yeah, happy new year. This is going out this Friday. so the... It should be. I, I'm going to kick it to Colby. He says he's ready to go. He can hammer it out. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Yep. Yeah.